And hello, everybody. Welcome to this, the sixth installment of the Psychology of Lockdown series. I am your host. My name is Doug McKenty. I'm joined once again by George Roche of the Line International. He's been helping to uh, direct and produce protests in uh, Toronto, Canada for the last 10 months or so against the lockdowns. He has a master's in psychology, and we have been producing this series in order to understand why so many people simply follow the authority and really have a difficult time not just questioning themselves what's going on, but really uh, questioning, not able to engage in rational conversation and even going as far as shaming and putting down and name calling those of us who do question the efficacy of the lockdowns and what's happening. So today, uh, as we continue with the series, we are talking about the incomplete and insatiable personality. This is another characteristic of mystification the theory that we're discussing are based on the works of John Bradshaw, and we're going over the, the characteristics one by one of the mystified personality, which is what happens uh, when the inner child is wounded. There's inner trauma. Uh, a personality becomes mystified. It's no longer engaged in the reality around them uh, and then has a tendency, uh, according to uh, our discussions here, to uh, then sort of blindly follow the authority figures or seek for the authority outside of themselves. They are not individuated. And at the end of the series, we'll get into what individuation looks like. That is a healthy personality, a critical thinker with healthy boundaries. So, George, how's it going today? Hey, we are still moving right along. I mean, what a weekend in yeah. Toronto. Uh, shameful, right? Hurtful, sounds, painful, sounds, painful to watch. Sounds like they're starting to come down a little bit harder. Yeah. The, are they ever? And, you know, I just, I struggle to agree with, you know, injuring the elderly people, people who are doing something as innocent as peacefully gathering to have their voices heard in discontentment regarding the, uh, you know, the virus uh, lockdowns and and all the lies, the manipulation that are no longer controversial. It appears to me that more people are quite deliberate in their choice of words about describing what's happening in our world today, in our country, in our countries, you being our American cousins. Uh, it's tragic that people are just not totally plugged in enough to want to own their role in all of this. They're absent from the experience. You know, George, I just want to mention at this point in the game, and it is now uh, getting towards the end of January 2021, I have counted 24 peer-reviewed scientific studies saying that the lockdowns are ineffective. And there was just a study that came out last week, maybe the week before, that says that predicts that 900,000 people will die as a result of the lockdowns because of the lack of employment, because of the lack of health care. Um, and that was another peer reviewed study. So we're looking at overwhelming scientific evidence saying that these lockdowns are probably going to kill more people. That's 900,000 people in the United States dying of the lockdowns. Um, so we're looking at the lockdowns themselves probably killing more people than, than the COVID virus itself along with these 24 other peer-reviewed scientific studies that are saying that the lockdowns are, are not even really very effective. And, and so 
you know, again, the point of this conversation isn't to prove that I'm right. It's to question why can't I have this conversation? Here's all this scientific evidence, but I get called anti-science if I bring it up, right? It's so bizarre that you can't even have the conversation in public without being shamed or harassed or they're calling it the cancel culture. You can get canceled if you... Uh, if you question the narrative, certainly yeah. if you go out without wearing a mask, good luck with that. You know, I know a lot of us try to do that as much as we can, but my God, the social pressure uh, and the legal pressure is through the roof. And and then again, God forbid, <laughs> as you experience, you you protest. You you have you you use your right to assemble to protest these actions, and then look what happens. You know, you got dozens of people getting arrested. So it's really unfortunate. Well, well, this is, you know, you're again, uh, it's incomplete. They are insatiable. They want that plan instituted. They want it in, they want it implemented completely. Right. And they're now doing everything they possibly can, uh, even using force, which readily violates uh, the human rights code mm -hmm. all over the world. It's, it's, it's shameful to see these police attacking people the way that they are and then using the old Nuremberg excuse of I'm following orders. Remember, the war murderers pleaded innocent on the basis of obedience to authority. Right. There's nothing different going on here. We've got a bunch of police officers not doing what's right. They're doing what they are told without question. So clearly we're, we're living in a world where people are back to this belief that it's okay to follow orders. Right. I got a story about the, the Nuremberg Code. I brought it up because even these the whole lockdown uh, is a non-pharmaceutical medical intervention, and it is a medical experiment. This has never been done on human beings before. Of course, the Nuremberg Code includes the concept of informed consent. They're not allowed. Governments cannot... <laughs> According to the Nuremberg Code, experiment on human populations medically without they can't impose uh, medical and yet intervention you call, without your informed consent. And they're doing right. that's what the lockdowns are. But you bring it up. I brought it up with one lady. She says, you're not a serious person. What are you just looking for an argument? You're just not serious. It's like, well, actually, I am kind of serious about the okay, Nuremberg so, Code. It's a pretty serious thing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even get, dignify that statement with a response. Yeah. If you call the FDA right now and you listen to the message, they say it's an experimental vaccine. It has not been endorsed by them. Right. So what the hell is going on? Well, it feels like an experiment to me. It hasn't been endorsed and stamped by the FDA. They themselves are warning the public who call that it is still in its experimental stages. Right. So they're using it, quote, on the tape. They're using it under emergency reg regulations, something to that effect. That's supposed to be the loophole, mm -hmm. I guess, that we're supposed to, to tolerate, even though it missed the animal trials. Right. Emergency use uh, authorization here in the United States, they call it or else they could never do any of this. Right. It's some fancy loophole that they are they're exploiting once again to advance forward on us. So their plan. So evidently uh, that the FDA is not involved. I mean, the who just changed their stance on it. 
about the cycles, I think, for the PCR test. Right. Yep. I can't remember what the numbers are. I think they're up to 40 cycles or something right now. I can't remember. Yeah, but they were doing it, it, anyway. they were doing 40 cycles, uh, in some cases even as high as 45. And now I don't know what the WHO recommended, but of course, if they drop the cycles down to 30, 25 to 30 cycles is what the scientists that I follow have been saying we should be using all along that and Fauci himself said anything over 35 cycles is going to give you uh, just a bunch of false positives um right so you know we'll start seeing case numbers well, go down now that the who has changed their tune on the cycle threshold it, well it's it's interesting i just thought of something while you were talking and that is that G gates and tedros they're not medical doctors not, neither of them have the qualifications to even be discussing any of this. They're not infectious disease specialists or right. epidemiologists or virologists. They're none of those ologies. They are pitchmen. They are the faces of this project. And that's kind of interesting, given the fact that if this was truly the virus they claimed it to be, with bringing the detriment and the imminent danger that's been sold to us, that has instilled and created world-renowned panic and fear, that generally people are starting to wake up to. But if these guys, if that was the aim of all of this, uh, 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 for the health and well-being of people, then we would be relying on the information of the, you know, doctors, the world-renowned scientists that, right. you know, have been leading us, that we've been relying upon for a long time, the Judy Michaelvitz, the, the, the Dr. Cahills, yeah. uh, Hoffman. No, those people are getting ignored. So this is not about science. If they're ignoring the very people who have the real science, this is not about science. They're, it's parading around as though they want us to buy into the science, but there isn't any. It's been proven that there is no science to all the lockdowns. There is no science to the manner in which they're handling this imaginative COVID scam. So there's clearly another motivation. Now people are on to that motivation. Yeah. We're on to the new world order. We're on to globalization. We're on to currency uh, shifts. So, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's looking like we got a lot of CCP going on in the world right now. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, very few would disagree with the fact that the very wealthy uh, really seem to be attracted to the communist model uh, of human resource control. And it looks like uh, the with the COVID, COVID has given them an opportunity, as they say, to uh, move in the Great Reset, which looks a lot I like that communist Chinese model to reimagine the world. Well, well, see, Trudeau told a bunch of Canadian citizens that that the that the Chinese have proven that their dictatorship is good for their economy. Right. He, th those are his words, not mine. So what is the message? The message is that Canada, at least in my interpretation, Canada is looking at emulating some of the values of China under their dictatorship, their leadership. And now it seems to be, as, as um, uh, when you look at last weekend in Toronto and all the arrests going on, it looks like Canada is starting to adopt these Chinese rules. I mean, look at what they're doing to their citizens. We have not seen that in decades yeah. uh, or hundreds of years. I mean, it's outrageous. 
Well, let's, uh, and so let's turn this all around and describe it in terms of the incomplete and insatiable personality. Can you just give a, okay. a kind of a definition of what that means? And then we can apply that term to the way the, the government is acting okay. right now. <laughs> we talked about people being triggered, their histories being triggered, their traumas being triggered. We've talked about this throughout our, our previous uh, sections. And so what we're dealing with here, re remember, being mystified is rooted in the past. That's where all of this began. You were four before you were seven, seven before you were 12, et cetera, so on and so forth. So since the mystified live in the past and what's going on with the lockdowns and COVID and all the panic and the fear, this is triggering their pasts. And all the emotions related to that unresolved past are superimposed on the present. So the person has all this anxiety, all this panic. See, they're already primed for a response. All mm -hmm. it needs is a trigger. Those emotions from yesteryears has not been ever discarded. There's been no cathartic moment in that person's life. They have kept moving forward, unfolding throughout life, moving into adulthood. They don't know that they don't know that this problem is going on and that they also don't know that it is a problem rooted in not having their developmental dependency needs met. See, in order to learn how to meet needs, you've got to be taught to do that. Right. So, so how are we going to expect people living in the past with loads of undevelopmental dependency needs to be available to meet the needs of our current circumstances in the country. We, the people, are the parents of our country. We decide how it grows. We decide what is best for the country. And then we choose people who, who move into a, a office who take over what our expectations for our country is. Somehow, this has been flipped around recently. Right. past few months we're not making the decisions anymore our politicians are not listening to us just like the authoritarian alcoholic father you spoke of is not listening to his wife or his children he is ignoring them because whatever takes away your most you know intolerable reality gets your highest priority well right now for rob ford or for any politician under operating under the covid planet rules they are subjugated to taking direction right now. That's why yeah. they're not listening to the Canadian people. Somebody else is steering their ship. You know, uh, when you mentioned being able to meet your needs, I mean, it just seems to me like a fundamental tenet of any kind of authoritarian personality. It almost requires, if they want to rule over someone else, then they have to make sure that that person can't meet their needs. Right. They have to you they have to create a dependency relationship and then the authority has precisely authority. that's precise. See, what they're doing is you're you're training children that to not have needs, don't have needs. Right. Uh, even though they're natural, normal, a part of your being, they're with you from birth. They define you. They're being minimized. Their needs are shamed, ridiculed, humiliated and contempted. So what do you do with your needs? Get rid of them so you can be accepted in the family. What are they doing today? Well, allow them to get rid of your rights so you can be accepted in society. See, so you're being a good person. Right. You're a good person. You are following the orders. You're a good person. 
because you're a good person. What hubris. That to be defined, to be accepted today, means you got to give up your rights, tolerate people encroaching on you, forcing you, asking you personal questions, Mm -hmm. you know, abusing your children with masks, and it is child abuse, uh, stifling the growth of children under such abuse. All of this is about interrupting needs and teaching people you don't have to acknowledge them. They're unimportant. It's, it's also look at the manifestations of today with that thinking. People are not stepping up to the plate and meeting the needs of their country, which is mm-hmm. their family. The whole country is one great, big, giant, dysfunctional family. Well, I mean, that's exactly uh, the point that I was going to make is that this corporate government system wants us all to be basically involved in this codependent relationship with them where we are incapable of meeting our needs because we've been traumatized as children growing up, just waiting for a trigger. The trigger is, boom, the COVID lockdowns. And then in the United States, it's just been amazing. We've had one trigger after another for this whole year. You know, we had the the BLM riots and the George Floyd incident. And then we've had the elections, all of this on top of COVID. Everyone Unless you have a perfectly healed inner child, you know, it's going to be triggered into some kind of state of massive anxiety. And then the tendency is going to be to look to the authority figure for protection. They know this. This was all planned. Look at how people are being pitted against one another. There's little mini wars going on all Mm -hmm. over the place in Mm -hmm. businesses, professional life, semi-professional life, families are at, at each other's throats. There's all kinds of relationship discord going on right now because people are starting to realize that they have differences of views and opinion regarding what's going on. If you know, if you don't believe what I believe just by that fact, you're to be gotten rid of. Uh, it's it's unbelievable what the 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 psychological uh, uh, game that they have played on people and the impact that it 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 has had on a broad broad demographic of people this is stuff that is deliberate this is not by accident yeah this is not something that just is about the virus this is about a constant pounding of media uh creating uh fear-driven propaganda and and fear and fear porn all over the place everywhere you go now there's fear porn there the the businesses are now rewriting laws to suit their own policies because they're being threatened on one side, then they're threatening the consumer. That's its manifestation. See, see, it rolls downhill, right? You pass the buck. You pass it on or you pass it back. They don't want to pass it back to the government, so they're going to pass it to their grocery shoppers or clients, their hair salon goers, the pharmacy, wherever. They're going to pass it on, which gives you a, a read on what is happening in their life behind the scenes with these officials, health officials. Remember, this is all done under the guise of safety and health. Why would anyone argue with that? It's safety and health. That's what we're talking about here, folks. You got to be responsible. You got to do your part. You got to wear your mask. That's part of what responsibility is. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. You don't get to subjugate me to how you feel because you're insatiably believing in the narrative that your government gave you. With powerful evidence of the contrary to which you haven't examined, you've spent no time looking at the other statements that people are making who are highly qualified and aware of what's actually going on because you're so afraid and you have found comfort 
believing the narrative that's coming through your mainstream media channels. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's not acceptable at all. There's that's not evidence of your claim. It's your opinion about it. And it may have affected you, but please, I didn't create the way that you feel. But this right. insatiability, because these people are showing us how incomplete they are, not only in their knowledge, but again, again, in their own development. How can you be available to meet the needs of anyone or anything if you're still wrapped up in childhood, if you're still stuck in the past? See, we need people who are present to act now and, and, and make no error here. The, the people that show up to these protests are brave citizens who absolutely see the impact on a much grander, wider scale. These, the, the narrowness, the cognitive closure of the mystified person does not afford them the ability to see beyond the wits of their own opinion or beyond what they are being told. Since they wouldn't dare question it, they are in living in constant fear and anxiety. Very unhealthy, for, forcing cortisol into your blood all the time like that. Very, very stressful, mm -hmm. right? They wouldn't dare get off the couch and say, I got to learn something new because that fear has them immobilized. So I just want to kind of continue to bring things around to this definition of incomplete and insatiable. An incomplete personality, someone that didn't get their needs met when they were younger, they have this missing element to them where they don't feel confident in being able to uh, in being able to take care of themselves, essentially. And then this leads to an insatiable drive, in essence, to follow the authority figure that is claiming, at least, that they're going to give you what you need. And this insatiability means you're willing to do that despite other evidence, despite, uh, you know, other information that may be available to you because you're not going to be objectively and in the present moment looking at all the information and making a choice for yourself. You're in a, this dependent relationship with the authority figure. Is, does that, is that kind of right? Or do you want to, you want to touch on Okay. That? Well, there's a payoff, right? There's a payoff in the barter. Mm -hmm. the, these people give up their rights for a little bit of comfort and safety. Right. So that's not a fair deal. Um, clearly, you know, insatiability creates a, a sense of urgency in people. They got to get it now. There's never going to be enough. Yeah. I can't delay gratification. A healthy discipline is about delaying gratification. Let's right. not take the fruit right now to see what else good can happen to us. That thinking is foreign to the insatiable person because remember they didn't get their needs met the alarm bells are still going off and now we have an additional threat to their needs getting met again that reminds them of childhood sure another threat to getting their needs met again that's exactly what a child experienced in childhood now it was appropriate for a child to behave that way then but not as an adult as an adult you're supposed to grow up and learn how to reparent yourself and meet your own needs Become, in essence, the father and mother to yourself that you'd wished you'd had. Mm -hmm. Don't set your spouse up to be the mother you never had or your husband to be the father you never had. That's right. not going to work. <laughs> that's a sterile. That's another sterile ground for battle. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. Are, are arguing left, right and center when you start, you know, putting your spouse in the position of your mother. Well, you know, I've done I mean, seminars. I say to people, how many kids you got? They say two. Well, three, including my husband or right. three, including my wife. So. So because people are, their minds are giving them notification about the immaturity of the 
the spouse and the, and the expectations. See, see, expectations tell you about what the person's needs are. If they're in a relationship, they tell you what they expect. You can align that with a need. So if the expectation seems a, a younger uh, time, you know it's a child making the request, <laughs> right? right? Adults, Adults are, you know, give and take. Learn to fight respectfully. It's not one-sided like it is with a child. So as a child, it's okay for you to be needy and insatiable. But when you become an adult, it isn't. That proves that you didn't get your needs met and you're not available to contribute to things. You're not yeah. available to understand how to even name a need. So how would you know what your next move is? Yeah, I mean, I like I like that what you were saying about um, the healthy discipline concept and also the idea of delaying gratification, because what we're seeing here, I mean, in order to delay gratification, so COVID comes out, oh my God, we're all scared out of our minds, what are we going to do? To delay the gratification would mean, well, I'm going to take a step back, I'm going to look at all sides of the argument, I'm going to really discern for myself the danger level that I'm actually under, and then I'm going to make the choice for myself as to how I'm going to proceed and move forward with this. Um, but then the insatiable personality will say, oh my God, I'm scared out of my mind, what am I going to do? There's this horrible disease. The government says, wear a mask, go into lockdown, you know. Uh, six feet social distancing right now. Everybody's got to do it or else we're all going to die. And then that person is just going to go, okay, I'm doing, let's do it. Let's do it. We're doing lockdown. We're doing, you know, social distancing. Okay, so wear their mask. Right. The, a, a hallmark trait of an incomplete insatiable person is they're looking for somebody to take care of them, mm -hmm. looking for somebody to rescue them, to save them. The fantasy of a rescuer is born. When persons, when a person's existence is threatened, there are, you know, again, like shame, you want out of it immediately. You want safety as quickly as you possibly can get it. And therefore, this is why you have a lot of people yielding to the government. It's like they're, they're going to take care of it. They'll, they'll look after us. They're going to take care of us. Yeah. Despite all the evidence to the contrary, which, of course, is once again ignored because they, they are, albeit delusionally, believing in the government's narrative. I mean yeah. – this is this is so dangerous that they are not critically thinking, questioning, and updating their awareness of things. Sure. They are, in fact, stuck in the past. They are looking for their parents to take care of them because their needs haven't been met. And now those very needs are threatened once again. So they're going to replay the childhood event, since it's all they know, and lean on the parents or the government, in this case, mm -hmm. to meet those needs. Mm -hmm. They're insatiable. It's interesting. I mean, it's just a setup for an abusive relationship because once you're in that space, that space of mystification, and you're not setting proper boundaries for yourself, and you're not in the moment able to have the discipline to really think critically, then you're basically giving your decision-making capabilities up to the authority figure, which of course opens yourself up without setting the proper boundaries, you're being opened up for all sorts of abusive behavior, all kinds of ways now that the government system or the abusive parent figure uh, can yep. really take advantage of you and suck the life or the emotional energy or the financial energy out of you. And uh, you won't even know what's happening because you're thinking they're, they're taking care of you. <laughs> exactly. So, when the child is running the show, I mean, if you can picture, uh, uh, you know, an adult with a little child inside of them, yeah. we're, we're dealing with adult children. 
since the child inside is triggered, he or she is the one running the show. It's not the adult. See, the adult is absent because they're the 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 they're afraid. They're they're they think they're in hiding, but they're not. They're these are the people who are wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. These are the people who are not telling the truth about what's really going on. Yeah, last time. Last time we talked about the mask beneath the mask. I, I love that one. Yeah. Well, both got to be smashed. <laughs> yeah, right. The, right. This, it's incredible that the amount of compliance that people have. See, children are compliant. We learn compliance not in adulthood. Again, I, I can't stress enough that this is all childhood. And that if that is the breeding ground for all that we then become in adult life. Mm-hmm. If you did not get your needs met, you better know it because the child will remember what happened. And all too many times, this is about, you know, the abuse. We're dealing with abuse right now that triggers people's unresolved abuse and brings about the same emotional climate to which they existed. It's all too familiar. Mm -hmm. Familiar. F-A-M-I-O-Y dash I-A-R, familier. It's all too familier. And right now, with the feeling racket that people are involved with, is fairly identical to the childhood climate. We have a lot of post-trauma, PTSD going on. Sure. People who can't sleep at night. They're afraid of what the future holds. They have a sense of shortened lifespan. They, they're either having nightmares they're insomniacs, or they're having to use assistance to get to sleep. Mm -hmm. So people are extremely stressed, and PTSD is a very complex set of symptoms that 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 really give people uh, a very distorted, fear-driven belief system. That no matter what they hear, they see, they feel or believe rather, there is a catastrophic quality to the thinking. Right. And people are in that mode right now. It's all catastrophic. He's not wearing his mask. He's going to kill us. She's she went to a mask rally. She's she's a super spreader. Right. I mean, right. The all this spreader. distorted stuff. Yeah. This is all the psychological warfare that has been downloaded onto our societies. Right. And the people who are still adult children are going to experience consistent uh, feelings of helplessness about what to do for themselves or their families or even their children because it wasn't done for them. You cannot give what you have not got. You cannot take somebody where you have never been. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Incomplete people uh, come out of wanting to get. Complete people come out of wanting to give. So the people that are out there doing stuff, they want to give something. They want to give their time to a cause that they believe is about alerting their fellow human beings to a situation that they know these other people are unaware of. This is why I constantly hear people, well, they won't wake up. We got to wake them up. You can't wake anybody up. Forget it. If yeah. these people are living in the past and you were not a part of such past, you have no opportunity to wake them up. The best chance you have 
is heal your own insatiable, wounded, incomplete child. Find out what needs you you did not get met, uh, that weren't met rather in childhood, and meet them as the new parent to yourself. That way you grow yourself up and you put yourself in condition to be available to support your fellow beings, your country. Protesting is an enormously important visual for public awareness. We need people brave enough to challenge people respectfully. Let's not attack people, shame, humiliate, and contempt them just because we know we have logic and science on our side. That's not the way to wield that information. Uh Let's make sure that we're being clear to people, these insatiable people who are afraid, understand they're not like you. They're not aware. They're not as aware as you. Be gentle. Try to educate them with your knowledge without using it as a big baseball bat. Yeah. I mean, if you push too hard, you're just going to, you're going to trigger the, the trauma, the traumatic experience even more. And they're just going to become more entrenched in their perspective, no matter what you say. Um, Absolutely. So it's actually, remember, it's an adult child. It's an adult. Yes. Compassion, sympathy, and empathy. It's, it's an adult child. If the child is running the show, why, why do we want to name call a child, attack a child? humiliate contempt and abuse a child that's isn't that what they're trying to heal themselves from how is that useful to give them a repeat of the past that they're stuck in how is that going to advance anybody including the offender don't do that to people excuse me folks if you're watching this video do do not hurt people do not attack do not shame do not belittle if you don't have this information please get it the way that we treat people is highly consequential if we want them to be available to support us, which is evidently what the goal in mind is. We want their support, and the way that we earn it is we share the information with them that they want, not unsolicited information. The Mm -hmm. best chance we have of waking anybody up is keeping our own selves awake, working on your own A-game so people get to see that example. Don't set any other example or you're heading the wrong way. Well, right on, George. Uh, I think we're better wrap it up with that one. As I always say, we could talk for hours, but we're trying to keep these around thirty minutes or so. <laughs> so, do you want to just? Uh, we're let we're me- not. I don't know. I've lost faith, and we're ever going to hit that mark because. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> there's just so so many little rabbit holes here, and so many little places to take people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I hope everybody's enjoying it. Any questions, folks? At the Line Media on Twitter, the Line Canada. Uh, you can get me at media at the line international.com. Always happy to answer any questions. Yeah. And I usually send people to the line international.com. Is that, is that the best? Is that a good place just for anyone in the world you can who use, happens to be? Wh- uh, which one did you say? The line international.com. There's also the line canada.com. Yep. There, all those web pages exist. They all the work. line Canada, the line Canada, Facebook and the line Canada on instagram all right sounds good george and i'll just uh tell my listeners that you are listening to the shift i'm your host well you're listening to the psychology of lockdown series but you can catch my uh long form interview podcast the shift uh, on my website which is www.theshiftnow.com uh, and i'm also on facebook and youtube at the shift with doug mckinty on twitter at d mckinty so um i'm urging everyone to check out uh the website that way we kind of get away from those third-party platforms so uh, again www 
www.theshiftnow.com and you can sign up for the newsletter there and I'll just give you weekly updates for all the new stuff that I'm producing. So appreciate everybody who's listened to this. I hope you're getting a lot out of this. I know that I am. I'm not only learning about myself, (laughs) but I'm also learning about the world at large. And we are really just ultimately trying to get to a place where people can have honest conversations that are healthy conversations, that are open-minded conversations uh, so that we can move forward as communities, uh, as nation states, as the world uh, without just having all of these knee-jerk reactions that result in a lot of this toxic communication, all this arguing that we're seeing over and over again where nothing productive is getting done. So thank you again so much, George, for helping us all heal our inner children. Uh, and hopefully thanks, we're, thanks we're for making having me again, Doug. You bet. Hopefully we're making a little bit of a better world um, by doing what we're doing here. So uh, anyway, we'll all, we'll see you all uh, very shortly. I'll have another one coming out. We're doing these at least once a week. Um, And so we'll see you again very soon. You have a great day, George. You as well. Thanks, Doug. Okay. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye.